This program is in partnership with Open and Clear Broadcasting. Don't miss the call. Join the revolution of the evolving perspective of an awakened consciousness. Are you ready? Join the community at openandclear.com. Yeah, I'm glad this is happening. <laughs> Beware of false prophets, 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 which come to you in sheep's clothing. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into driver's temptation. But inwardly they are ravenous wolves. That the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work that ye may ye shall know them by their fruits entire wanting nothing if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not and it shall be given him but let him ask in faith nothing wavering for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven is Reverend Devon Divine a false prophet for let not that man think that he shall receive anything sent here to Lord. lead us astray a doubting double-minded man is unstable in all his ways let the brother of low degree rejoice that he is exalted but the rich or is he a spiritual teacher who can guide us to the path of freedom I'm dr. mark come with me and partake of his fruit of knowledge thereof falleth and the grass of the fashion and decide for yourself then when the lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow or of turning. Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth, that we shall be. Welcome to another episode of False Prophet. This is Dr. Mark here with Reverend Devin Divine on this December 4th episode. How are you, Devin? I'm good. I don't know what happened to December 3rd. I, I just remember it's the second happening and then now it's the 4th. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's how my whole weekend went. Yeah, it's like the whole year over here. It's December already. Uh, no, I know. Keep track of that. <laughs> Everybody's Christmas shopping and stuff, and Christmas will be over in two seconds. So Yeah. How's how's that over there? Over the pond. Oh man. They are picking up Black Friday. Like, America's oh, letting no. it go, but England's <laughs> picking it up pretty hard. And so they go crazy, like, spending the night out on the road and stuff, just waiting in lines to get in 
on the early deals, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Walmart's taking it to Thursday now, so it's it's now on Thanksgiving, which is kind of funny. No way. Yeah, and they still call it Black Friday. <laughs> it's Black Friday on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's just ironic because it's like, oh, we're so thankful for all of this stuff that we have. <laughs> and we're going to show our thankfulness for what we already have by running out and buying more stuff. <laughs> yeah, thank you for everything, God. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and also, can I have more? <laughs> yeah. yeah, please. At least at least one, of the, one for each of the kids. <laughs> Just eat your Thanksgiving in the car, kids. We're going to go. No, no. Oh, God's giving this to me. <laughs> uh, right. Claw each other in the face. Yeah, well, you know, my <laughs> my wife works at Walmart. And, yeah, she has to. In fact, this time she was on kind of a security type being a manager and everything. So she carries around a bag with first aid kits and. Oh, no. Splints and <laughs> water oh. and snacks and apparently she's had to give a few waters out and stuff because they were passing out. <laughs> People weren't, no weren't eating right and waiting overnight, <laughs> kind of thing. It's it's crazy. Oh, physically exhausting. Yeah. I've been waiting here all day. <laughs> well, when do they do it over there? I mean, they don't have Thanksgiving, so. No. So I think they do it on Friday. I didn't, I've been avoiding the markets and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think they do it like at midnight on Friday still. Yeah. But they have really good deals and everybody lines up and wants them. Yeah, that's funny. Black they don't even know why it's on Friday. Why is it Black Friday? They have no <laughs> idea. They keep asking me, what's Thanksgiving about? I, mean, I, I don't even know. <laughs> Wait, you're supposed to know. What? Like, I thought it was a bunch of British people came over to America and the Indians saved them. You know, the British pilgrims came over. They weren't Americans. I don't think there was an America. They, they gave them corn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Something. Something. We made a homemade... Well, uh, some of the girls I work with, we threw a party because there's a few Americans here. And the girls made a... A pumpkin pie, a homemade pumpkin pie. Because they don't eat pumpkin out here. Like, there's, there's, you can't buy pumpkin stuff. It's almost impossible. So they finally yeah. found a can of pumpkin stuff. And they made... Or they found an actual pumpkin, I think. And they had to make it from scratch. It was really good, though. But instead of whipped cream, which we're used to in America, they have squirty cream. Which is just terrible. It's whipped cream with, like, no sugar. <laughs> yeah. so like, oh. Does it squirt out of the bottle or something? Yeah, they call it squirty cream because it goes and squirts out of the bottle. And oh, so it's all fluffy like whipped cream. But oh, it's the spray flavored. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But no sugar. Huh? There's like no sugar. Nothing here has sugar or salt. Gotta gotta protect those teeth over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I'm, I'm like on a different plane of existence, you know. It's just all different. I like sugar for me and my teeth is just it's they don't even correspond and they touch each other at one point and then they pass or something 
But uh, it's it's funny because my wife's very cautious about her teeth, but mostly mm-hmm. because she has a lot of problems with her teeth, and mm-hmm. and people think in that fashion, you know. You you think it's happening, so you're cautious about it. You want to watch out because it's gonna happen, so you take good care of them and things like that. And when it's actually backwards, you know, the whole reason it's happening is because you're cautious about it and you're actually thinking and expecting it to happen. So it's it's pretty tricky. And like everybody in the house got like <laughs> really sick just a couple weeks ago, and it was almost like deadly sick. And you know, I, I the problem with the only one not getting sick is you have to take care of everybody, and you know, it's like, dang, I want to be sick too. I, sh- I probably should. Except that. Someone will take care of me. <laughs> yeah. I'm funny. I've been thinking about that t- this week, actually. Something happened. Speaking about, you know, thinking about stuff and making it, it becomes a reality rather than being the opposite. Yeah. Or after last week's episode, I've been thinking a lot about why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it seems like everything I do is like totally fear-based. Like, why do I study? It was because I don't want to fail out and be homeless and die of starvation. Like, well, why do I, you know, sometimes if I don't have cash or something, I might use the same uh, bus token, bus receipt, rather than buying a new one, which you're not supposed to do. I'm like, why would I do that? Why would I ever be dishonest? Well, you know, I'm worried about money. And so I'm going to die if I spend, if I don't have enough money. So I've been, I'm like, you know, what would happen if I was just totally, perfectly honest with myself and everything all the time? And I went to the bus and I didn't have any cash. And so I'm like, well, I could just get on the bus now or I can take the next one in half an hour. And I'm like, well, I'll take the next one. And so I'll miss this bus and I'll go to the ATM, pull some cash out that's down the road and come all the way back. And, and when I did, I could have just used my old receipt, which would have been not technically correct, but you could do it. And I chose not to. I'm going to be totally honest. So I went to the ATM, missed the bus, come back with cash in hand, bought a new one, and the bus had changed the types of receipt. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the bus has changed the types of receipt. I'm so glad I was honest because I totally would have been caught. Like the universe is affirming my choice to be completely honest and this is a connection (laughs) here. And then the person behind me used one of the old receipts and the guy's like, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that works. I'm like, I don't know. It didn't matter one way or another. But it was like, yeah. Yeah. Am I making these things happen because I expect them to happen? Or are they happening and I'm just like, oh, see, I was right. Well, we're kind of on this descending pole. I guess this is useless information, but we've been building up society after building up the world, building up how it all works creating all this reality layers upon layers upon layers upon layers and now we have this desire to know a greater truth to know an essence uh, that is beyond what is available you know on in within these layers and so now we're as far as you know I i get this imagery of a maze like you're making this ball go through this maze and when you get through that it drops down to another maze and you go through that and then you get through that one and it drops down to another maze and you got these layers and layers of of mazes and as much as like you have that motivation to be honest and you see that you're like oh yeah i just fear the not having money that's you know like a temporary 
condition to motivate you through this maze, uh, soon you recognize, well, what am I afraid of? Why can't I be dishonest is also a layer, you know, like, what am I afraid of that I insist I need to be honest about, you know, mm -hmm. and then you start questioning quite literally the, you know, am I fearing God? You know, what am I fearing? And right. while I'm, I completely support being fully, completely honest, it's just, you know, stepping stones and mazes that we go through that uh, we've developed this world in, in kind of the sense that now we just are attempting to see our way through, you know, the, the crazy mazes that we made, the labyrinth that keeps having different riddles. And, and so you, you're innately given these, these reasons and motivation to think in a specific fashion. Uh, just like that, like, what gave you the thought to all of a sudden think, well, I, I should be honest about this receipt and all this stuff. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, where did that thought come from? And as much as we want to say that, you know, it's been kind of sit lingering and I, I thought of it as, you know, something dishonest and so on. And eventually I just accepted it. And it's like, where are you really going you know what i mean how much does that receipt idea thing you know really matter in 10 years from now in a year or even five days from now you know it's like uh, it's just temporary and every single thought that you're having is a motivation and an inspiration just for a specific scenario and yet all every specific scenario is just a you know, another collective of scenarios for a bit specific circumstance, you know, the condition you see yourself currently, uh, even as this, all, all of those circumstances and situations are is just a big collective thing you call your life. And in that same sense, you know, and that, and then all the collections of your lives and everything is just a, another lesson on top of that. These are, these are kind of a big perception of these these labyrinths, these, this maze in which we made ourselves. But the whole reason for making these mazes and these, this journey, and we, we developed it in the first place, you know, how could I, how could I question myself here, you know, and we actually went through this, all this playwright, uh, and, and script and everything kind of trying to figure out, you know, where's the, the most the worst place to hide or the last place I'm going to look. And, and we've mm -hmm. developed this whole universe in this fashion, uh, you know, mostly because we have eternity and we've done so many different things and so many different variations that this is just trying to make a very complex one, you know, trying to make it, we want it to take longer. We want it to, to be a challenge. And, you know, it's so, so that's kind of the whole plan about it is that we're just simply going along this journey of, you know, can I discover myself when I think everything of myself is something that I'm not? Mm. So, yeah, so receipt. We... Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm going through this, I... I keep finding situations where I'm like, what is the inherent truth of all this? And really it comes down to, there's not really one. I'm just kind of writing this as I'm going along. Yeah. I was in, it was in London this weekend for a test for whatever blah. 
ended up staying there for a couple days and I went and saw a play called Kinky Boots. Really good play. <laughs> and um, it was interesting. On the way to the play, I'm following Google Maps on my phone and I swear when it when you select walking, because I'm like, I'll walk. I'm in London. I want to see what's going on. It takes you through like the most crazy places that you can't even walk through. It's like the, the weirdest back roads. It knows every path. You got to hop this so fence. <laughs> Right. Go through somebody's house, knock on the door, say hi to Bob. You're like, what the, how do you even, so we're going down this road and it says, walk up here, curve left, turn right. And I go down this uh, back alley and I'm there and there's a complete dead end. And as I'm walking, as I'm walking down this road and there's nobody there and it's getting dark and there's this homeless guy behind me and he has this big bushy beard and he looks hunched over and he looks over at me like he's going to kill me and he pulls out a knife and he starts um, clinking it on the chain link fence right behind me going chink, 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 chink. And so I'm like, oh, jeez, I'm dead. <laughs> so I start walking. I get on the other side of the street, start walking faster, and then realize I'm in a freaking dead end. And I'm like, oh, no. And the, the homeless guy catches up to me. I'm like, what do I do? I'm going to be I'm gonna be late to my play, and this guy's going to kill me, and <laughs> I'm going to have to openly just run down the road and thinking about what to do. And I'm, I'm like audibly swearing to myself, and this guy comes up to me and he's like, Hey, where are you trying to go? I was like, well, I'm dead anyway. I'm trying to go to a play. And he's like, oh, yeah, you could just, you got to go up, you know, around this. It looks like you can't get anywhere. Let me show you. This is my house. I sleep here all the time. I'll just show you. And so he, like, leads me through the labyrinth of the back alleys of the delivery truck roads that you're not supposed to walk behind. And he just walks me through and actually walked me up to the playhouse. So I gave him a couple bucks. He's like, hey, thanks, buddy, and walks off. Nicest guy I've ever met. <laughs> So I'm like, at first I'm like, this guy is, I mean, he's the meanest looking homeless guy and he's got a knife in his hand and he's like hunched over, like looking me up like I'm a piece of meat. And then all of a sudden he's the nicest guy in the world. At first I'm like, he's going to kill me. And then I'm like, he's the nicest guy. And then I realized, I don't know that it's either of those. It's just some guy and I'm trying to create a story. Yeah. And then I go to the play and there's a line in the play and I swear the whole play was going, it stopped. Some guy looks me in the eye from, you know, the stage and they said the line, when you change your mind, you change the world. <laughs> and then the whole play went on. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good right there. Yeah, change your thinking, change your life. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's like, wow. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, living your perceptions. And even if it is... Whatever that guy was, you know, he could be whatever he was. And yeah, like you said, he couldn't be either of those. You know, but you will always perceive someone, anyone, the way you have chosen to think about them, you know, think about yourself. And so it's a it's a direct correspondence to, you know, the the your experience. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty awesome to have that experience. <laughs> <laughs> and to be a good storyteller like that. That's good. <laughs> ching, 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 ching. Oh, man. I heard this sound. I'm like, what is that look over? It's like a knife in his hand. It's like, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm just going to, for the, for the imagination's sake, it's, it was a it was a big bowing knife, right? It took two hands to carry. Get him a shutting, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I'm like, you know, I keep wanting to choose a story of what's going on. And it's, I don't know that any of it's going on. Yeah. 
Well, it is definitely a survival tactic of the, yeah. you know, mind. It's just trying to assess a situation and see what it has to do. It's trying to decide, is this, is this a fight or a flight situation? Because that's all I'm concerned with. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it's either <laughs> my mind's going to be asleep when we're at peace or just, you know, okay, fight or flight. Whoa, what's going on? You know, it's pretty interesting. I don't know, as I'm going through, looking at, like, why am I doing stuff? From our last week's episode, like, why am I really doing all the stuff that I'm doing? And Is it coming from fear, or am I just going to, like, trust the universe and just see where it goes? Yeah. I'm seeing that all of this stuff is, is just a projection. Yeah. Like, I don't know, it keeps happening <laughs> over and over. Oh, that's good. It, yeah, and as far as A Course in Miracles is concerned, and what a lot of people are going through anyway without it mm. is that it's it is a training of our minds and we're simply training how to you know actually work in favor with our experience mm. or it, it it working in favor for us or however <laughs> anyway is that you know you're now in correspondence with it opposed to you usually even that perception you know, regardless if you thought he was the nicest guy or the hardest guy or problematic guy, I can't even think of the word, evil guy mm -hmm. or whatever, then, you know, regardless, you're you're still against it. You know, you're still defending against the truth of what it really is. You know? And while the changing your thinking, changing your life is true, you you can't do it in a sense that well, if I want it to be this way, I have to change my, you know, way of thinking towards that, you know, instead of recognizing, you know, state of peace is actually just this recognition that you can be at peace having nothing to do with your situation. Then it naturally reflects, naturally happens, you know, to be a more peaceful situation, a more helpful situation. You know? So it's not trying to change your situation to a more peaceful one. It's trying to just be in a peaceful state, regardless of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as far as it's an actual decision, an actual choice, that you have to detach it from the situation. I mean, our lives, we've trained ourselves to base our condition our inner condition on what is happening in the world what is happening around us opposed to the other way around like we it, it it seems absurd to a lot of people to think of you know <laughs> that this condition is actually a reflection of my inner condition instead of no i'm upset because of this situation not this situation is happening because i'm upset like we think there's this time lapse thing, but when you really become aware of what's happening in your mind, you feel the presence of your desire to be upset before you get into a situation that will confirm with you that you can be upset. <laughs> like you, you become aware of what's happening beforehand 
before it even is created and developed in that situation. So then it manifests from that, and then you have the, the fourth dimensional thoughts about it. You're like, oh, why is this always happening to me? Well, and, and sometimes that fourth dimension likes to try and be psychic. It's like, oh, I saw this coming. You know, I knew mm. the future. And, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, because you're becoming aware of the actual thoughts that are creating the entire reality that you're experiencing. So that's like a course of miracles. I'm actually setting up a, a an intensive course on on the lessons, and I'm actually on lesson four right now. And the it is these thoughts do not mean anything, and this is really what it's getting into, is that and it it discusses how the thoughts you think you're thinking are not actually your real thoughts. And it's most most likely when people are doing this, they're like, well, what on earth are you talking about? I mean, uh, my personality is based off of what these thoughts think and tell me and, and I repeat them and say them and all this stuff. But it's coming from a perspective of this Christ variation of ourselves, this higher self, this greater big mind. And that's kind of that idea is that when you become aware of the subconscious, uh, say super social, whatever conscious, then you start to become aware of those th real thoughts that aren't really in words uh, before anything even manifests from them, <laughs> before the emotions, before the sensations, before the, the confirmation of the physical entities and so on. And then you have the physical thoughts or the words about them and the, the ideas you have about them. And so, the, the, you know, what the training of A Course in Miracles and questioning these thoughts is, is really about confronting that, you know, I'm not this artificial thought, thought system, but my reality is before that. You know, I developed this person to experience what I've been creating. You know, I'm writing the script, I'm writing the experience at the same seemingly time moment previous to its manifestation and then I live it <laughs> and I got this opportunity to be in both perspectives I can be I can be knowing everything and enjoying everything and lost and confused and <laughs> afraid I'm gonna die you know mm -hmm. it's all really it's all there and there's several different variations as I always mention there's you know 10 different dimensions oh. and Oh, what is it four or five of those are consciousness dimensions and it's referring to that opportunity you get to think and see things differently and then experience them differently so you create your reality first and then start having thoughts and experiences of that reality yeah so to say you you know we're identifying with the Christ consciousness which is all of us so that's that first dimension. And then to say, most people to say you is referring to an individual personality, an egoic self that is not creating its reality at all. You know, it's only living after and what the body has gone through, what the body has done. And so this, this is the practice of coming into the awareness of what's on the other side of this little mind is that big mind ver version and variation in which is developing and creating that experience. Yeah. So you showed a sense of willingness to see it differently. Like 
you're like, oh, what the hell? I'm gonna die anyway. So, you, <laughs> in a sense, I mean, your your development of this manifestation as well, what you see as your person and your experience, and you know that willingness has tapped into uh, this presence of Christ. That is, you know, instead of insisting that you know what's gonna happen and acting and reacting from it you are willing to be wrong about what's happening and then you started to see that it wasn't you know what you thought it was often a lot of these problematic situations come from both sides defending from each other they're like oh this guy's crazy no this guy's crazy well he's gonna hurt me because <laughs> you think you're trying to protect yourself but really you're being the offensive because you think the other is being offensive but they're both you're both being defensive so it seems it's hard to see usually right. like if you all of a sudden jumped out to that homeless guy you're like no i'm gonna kill you first you know <coughs> you pull out your knife or your gun or whatever and mm -hmm. you start to do something <laughs> he's gonna start fighting you he's gonna be like whoa whoa man it wasn't my intention <laughs> You know, but you ins right. insisted he was going to kill you, so yeah. you had to do something about it. And these are, you know, somewhat very common th things that we see, you know, driving in cars. And we're dealing with these inanimate objects. We're not even dealing with people anymore, it seems like. Mm. And, and we're thinking, oh, you're trying to run me off the road. And it's like, I'm, I'm trying to eat a waffle while I'm driving, you know, all, all sorts <laughs> of stuff. Like if we actually saw from their point of view, their perspective, you know, we would be as in favor of what they're doing as as we are in favor of ourselves. Yeah, I believe that. I think yeah. that's totally true. Yeah, I mean, we One approve thing... of ourselves, so <laughs> well, you know, why wouldn't we approve of their selves? Right. If we knew their their reasonings and experiences and stuff. Yeah. I always think that too. So we're always connected to the Christ consciousness and to everybody else on that higher plane, that higher dimension then. Yeah, as much as, you know, the individual selves are just different variations, all really options in which this Christ self can experience and choose and learn from and grow and, and all, anything. <laughs> any direction and die too early and die too late and all this stuff it's like every option is available but essentially yes it is all of this derivative from the same place and no matter what we look at as far as our dimensional focus you know everybody can agree that we're some sort of family you know everybody here and even if that is just we're all from the same you know first two people or somehow from this evolved from the same creature or something or in in any sense in any case you know there's always some recollection if it's through time or if it's through an instant you know if it's through an eternal presence you can see that in in every variation there's some sort of connection you know and even even if i said we are one you know, regardless of what dimensional focus you have, you can make sense out of that. Like, if it's just third dimensional, independent individual self, 
uh, perspective, then we are one is, yeah, we are one planet, we are one universe, and and you make sense out of that, you know. But uh, it, it really has deeper interpretations and different variations. I thought it was hilarious that while I was on my travels, I came home for a few days and we went to church with my parents and the subject was, we are one. And I'm like, what? <laughs> because to me, you know, that that means something that is <laughs> on, the su on the surface of the church and everything doesn't seem uh, acceptable. <laughs> you know, even the idea of intelligences in which our spirit came from is still separate intelligences. Mm -hmm. uh, but to me, you know, that's saying quite literally everything and everyone is quite literally one with God. And so it depends on what variation you talk about it. And it was, you know, that attempt, but it was to take words of the new age that is coming up and try and teach people what it what it means according to the church kind of thing. And mm -hmm. you know, perfectly acceptable, no no problem there. But uh, as far as you know, any idea can always be taken further. You know, no matter what it is, you can take it further. And I pretty much put it on the stance. Does it promote more freedom? Does it promote more, you know, I guess liberation, same thing. You know, does it promote more joy, promote more happiness? Then I'm for it, you know, whatever it is. And I think every thought, every thought system, every belief and description of terms or anything should fundamentally go that way, you know more freedom more liberation why do i keep saying the same thing <laughs> should be promoting like growth and more knowledge and stuff yeah yeah not you know not the the latter not uh <laughs> sticking to the past you know being like how we've always been or it shouldn't be like oh children nowadays they're so forward moving we need to suppress them. Stay mm. traditional. You know, it's, not... <laughs> it's like completely against against all laws of nature and everything. It's it's really weird. <laughs> Is it? I've been thinking. Well, I don't know. Again this, this weekend. I know, right? I try not to <laughs> just be on autopilot all the time. They do not mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> But I was in London this weekend, and I was having a good time, and I was, you know, whatever. And then I it, saw the Christmas stuff and went to the Christmas markets, and I'm like, man, it's like Christmas time out here, and I'm alone, and I'm not with my family. And I just got, like, really bummed out, and I just have this feeling of I'm totally alone in this universe, <laughs> like, for the last couple of days. And I just can't shake it. And I keep trying to, like, remember, like, but we're all connected, and I have this, like, connection to God. I you know, the Christ consciousness. And I just, it's, it's been like hanging on me, like this total isolation. And I've tried, yeah. I've been trying to find that peace and joy, even in that state and be like, you know, this is just another flavor of things that I'm supposed to experience and stuff, but it sucks. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, you know, out of all the attempts and what you're trying to do, I mean, was any of them fully embracing it? And like, what would happen if you 
Yes, you're completely alone and you went into it 100% where you believed it entirely. And often we're fending them off because we think it's a negative thing. Right. And we already have this idea that we know what we're going to get into. It's just like the homeless man, your mind. Right. <laughs> yeah. And instead of confronting it and realizing it's something different than it seems, you know, we, we always, the sense of depression usually is, you know, the avoidance of what we think is there instead of going to find out what is actually there. So I'm like, you know, yeah, you, you feel this loneliness. Well, what if that's all you feel? What if you feel it in every variation, in every cell of your being? You know, just, you know, don't kill yourself or anything, but <laughs> to embrace it. And it, it seems like, well, the, the, you know, your mind tells you, <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Right. How's that going to work? You know, it's obvious That's what's the there. Thing I yeah. <laughs> There's complete loneliness there. I mean, why wouldn't I crap would I want to do that? Why would I want to go there? <laughs> you know, but that that's the thing is like the mind can't offer you what is there. It's something outside of the mind. It's something outside of this. And the day that for an example, the day that I gave up on believing in God mm -hmm. is the day he completely revealed himself to me. Because I gave up trying to figure out what it was, trying to figure out who he was, anything. And I just, you know, I, it was like in f within a few moments, I decided, you know, I, I don't believe in God anymore. And I, you know, pretty much surrendered it all. I'm just like, screw it. It's done. And then, you know, through that, oh, geez, bumping stuff. Sorry. <laughs> well, I guess I'm supposed to not tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> But just like that, you know, it reveals something tremendous that you've been avoiding. Like the ego is actually trying to defend you from recognizing something there that it doesn't want you to see. Like if there's a truth behind it. It's not death. Like it's not fear. Fear is the attempts to keep you from the truth that is there. So that loneliness, if you were willing to go go into it, be be completely wholeheartedly loneliness and this you know buddhism talks about this a lot because in a way you can think of it as exhausting it, it once you use it all then it turns around you know it, it, you hit rock bottom okay now we, the only way up that's great but in in the sense is like it becomes something different and it no longer has power over you the only reason it has power is because you're afraid to go there right yeah like everything I'm doing, now that I'm thinking about it, I've just been finding different strategies to try to get out of it. Yeah. So I don't have to face it. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. I mean, the only way really out of it is to go in it. That's that's Stop the thing about the it. labyrinth that I talk about all the time, these mazes, is that mm -hmm. if you think you know how to get out, you're just using previous techniques, previous mm -hmm. things you learned. This is a new one. You got to see where you're not willing to go is usually where it's at. Right. Yeah. No, it's hiding behind where you insist that it's not going to be, you know, and the last place you're ever going to look. Mm. I was reading something in psychiatry or maybe it was in my psychiatry training, but they're like, you know, wherever the patient doesn't want to go, that's where you go. That's where the issue is. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you saw that movie Revolver. And yeah. that's that's the main theme there. Like wherever you wanna go or don't wanna go, that's where he's at. <laughs> Did you just start doing the clicking noise that they do in the movie? <laughs> 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 Oh, it's, it's an amazing movie. Think that you know. You think you have all these enemies out there, out there, out there, when really the one in here is just trying to keep keep you distracted from recognizing what the real problem is and where the solution is. Like the solution is in the same place where the problem is. So you got to go <laughs> into the problem, and you find the solution. It is upside down and backwards, according to the world. That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, as far as psychology, that's that's the key there. Right. Like every instinct they have is like, no, go away from it. Do anything you can to get away from it. Yeah. And the reality is like, now you got to go further in. Yeah, you can find that connectiveness, that unity with everything. And you realize, oh, in my complete loneliness, I've just been this peak of an iceberg looking out and seeing all these other peaks of an iceberg and thinking, you know, we're just little points of ice on water, not realizing that underneath the water, we're just one big iceberg <laughs> looking mm. at each other with our little peaks. <laughs> we just got to go into our loneliness, let ourselves melt down, and we realize, oh, look at that. We're all the water that we're floating in. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. So, intense. I'm always thinking like, okay, you can't use the same strategy over and over again. You've got to be open to stuff. And then I revert to exactly the same strategies over and over again. <laughs> well, it sometimes can be similar, and, but it's usually a mindset is the best strategy. And it's not mm. so much a technique and it's not so much, uh, you know, a direction, but pretty much relying on... And exactly what we're talking about. Well, I'm wrong if I think I'm right. So if I think this is, I have to avoid this, then I have to go in it because I think I know what I'm avoiding, but really I'm just developing what I'm avoiding. <laughs> now you're coming back for Christmas, right? You said? Uh, yeah, next, not this Saturday, but next Saturday I'm flying back. Oh, that's cool. But you're going to California. Yeah, but we'll be in Utah. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Sometime. I'm still negotiating. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So you're doing the the intensive course in miracles podcast. Yeah. Well, it's a series of things, and I'm kind of backed up right now, but it is a, a lot more on my shoulders than I've done before. Um, mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty excited about it, and I'm trying to maintain the other stuff I've been doing <laughs> while not neglecting my family. And uh, it's it's kind of working. It's pretty good so far. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. You'll have to give me a link or something to it because I've been I'm wanting to. I was wanting to listen to it. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. It, well. Okay. So it, the actual course can't be available until it's finished. So I'm doing 30 day segments, and uh, through the the websites that I'm using, and ah. and so it'll be ready by January, which most people start the course at the beginning of the year. Oh right. Yeah. But uh, I think as long as I keep on preview mode and stuff, that it should be available. 
as as far as even the podcasting uh, doing audios are going to be available not yet but i i conveniently have uh made my talk shoe podcast support thing not working the past few weeks so I haven't been able to post things on my actual podcasting feeds, (laughs) but I think it's it's good right now because I think I'd be a little too overwhelmed doing too much. Right. But yeah, uh, yeah, and there's coupons available. (laughs) I know for you, you gotta you gotta foot in. You're good. So, but as far as for everybody, know that. Yeah, it's a whole new intensive course. Yeah, everything from happiness to ascension. So, uh, but we put that big goal first. What? You're going to do the whole course. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. There's at home text assignments that we talk about every week and then every single lesson. And there's six different things we do for each lesson, including a meditation and a prayer and in, uh, an intensive version and talking about different interpretations of each lesson that you kind of get an idea where you're at and and so on so it's it's coming together only on lesson four but it's pretty cool sounds super like active and involved yeah well you know you can do as much as you want in it but it is definitely an intensive that's what it's I mean, it's 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 developed so that so many people have done the course year after year and they're still wanting to get out of the dream they're still wanting to ascend or transcend the world and it's like this is you're gonna do it this time i don't want you mm-hmm. to rate the program at the end of the when you're finished i want you to be gone yeah but you don't have to you know you can you can also have a happy life you can also have a successful life and all this stuff you can also come to that decision and talk about this in the description you come to that descri- uh, decision and come back just like i did so mm. but essentially i'm teaching and using this and helping this with this to achieve exactly what i achieved so to come to that death experience wow. yeah some like next level stuff yeah it's serious yeah but it's lighthearted. It's comfortable. It's relaxed. Yeah. Well, yeah. sign me up. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then, so uh, you know, you can. I, I'm reading the course as well. So I, pretty much everything, you can listen to it and and all the stuff. Pretty much participate in so many different forms and exercises and all this stuff. If you're anybody's really interested, really wanting to get out, can take it wholeheartedly do everything for it to actually work it, it, you know it would pretty much go to the degree in which you really want to and you're not mm. going to accidentally ascend it's okay <laughs> you slip out <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work like that yeah <laughs> you think it can actually help people get to the same spot like that same death experience and having the choice to ascend or come back or yeah, as far as what I've noticed and kind of in my conversations with it is that most people come from certain types of uh, degrees of interpreting them. Mm. And it's not so much applying it en- enough. Usually it's I do it two times a day and forget about it the rest of the day and 
and while that's acceptable, it's only a superficial version of it. And it even says you can do that. And yet, if you really wanted it completely, then there's nothing else. I mean, we think, uh, yeah, I want to transcend the world, but I also want to keep my job. Uh, you know, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. And you're not going to be here to work if you really want it. And so you, as much as my travels, I gave up everything. I left my wife intending to ascend the world. I, <laughs> I, I gave up every penny. I, I, I was doing it. Everything was all intended for that. I, I didn't want anything else. Until I cheat, until I achieved it, and then you know, I'm like okay, yeah, maybe a little longer here. I'll, I'll keep doing this. Mm. And it's funny too because the two grievances that I accepted was, uh, you know, that I didn't have a family, didn't experience being a father, and wanted to do that, and now I am. Nice. Mm. Okay. And the other one was that my message was going to be constrained and conveyed in a way that it, you know, I would it would seem like I'm for something else. So I w really wanted to uh, come share my message and teach and everything. And and guess what? That's what I'm doing. So it's like the only aspects of my life that's happening. So it's kind of interesting. It works that way. So you're coming back and doing that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we developed our life experience, you know, we and came in, uh, well, when we were born, we decided and wrote, ugh, okay, we, we accepted a contract of what we wanted to do and what we were coming to be, and we're holding to it as much as we don't think we might be, but we're, we're fulfilling our purpose. And it's really just this independent self that just doubts it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> questions it and thinks it's thinks itself to death and all this stuff so it's pretty much training your mind to be in correspondence with the actuality of what's happening that contract the fulfillment of your purpose so you can become aware of like what your contract is what you want to do really yeah absolutely and that's kind of what occurred when in my death experience where I was a my whole life flashed before my eyes it seemed like my past was flashing before my eyes but then i was confronted well you got to remember everything you came here to do and came here to live for and that was pretty much you got to you know see everything you were going to be coming to do are you really going to give up your contract to do this right now and my whole future was revealed you know in the whole same sense before we were born we knew everything you know it was all future and we're like yeah yeah let's go do it and it's wow. that same sense i was in a position in a place that had absolutely no reason to have any negative or 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 somehow saying no to anything so of course i'd be in favor in the same fashion i was before i was born you know it wasn't written in my script to actually or my contract to actually you know leave at that time it was more so just to go and reveal it to myself. Um. So everybody, some people will take it and, and they'll see the contract end. Yeah, this was the time you're leaving. And some people would be like, no, there's, there's still more to your contract. And you're, you're only a yes. You, know, you only represent yes at that point. There's only love. So you're going to be in favor of anything and everything you're <laughs> just again. You know, it's it's gonna be. You're gonna feel 
love for it. You're not going to be like, oh, yeah, but I screwed it up and I want to do it differently. <laughs> That's, I was thinking about today. I'm like, you know, everything I do, everything, like there's this drive inside of me. If I just knew what it was all about. <laughs> like there's all these events and stuff that happen. And I'm like, what is my contract? What am I doing here? I know some part of me knows it. I just wish it was my conscious part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even now today, like after this, Devin, is, this conscious part still doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> as much as he, he can talk about it and all this stuff. If Devin's looking for it, even that future that was revealed, he can't see it, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's another layer of myself, of this self. It's that bigger mind aspect that, that is it and Devin just pretty much has you know it's like a sensation oh I, I'm not in charge if the water's cold or hot but I can tell you if it's cold or hot you know mm. so, <laughs> so do you just like trust that other self that higher self yeah and that's kind of what the training is about the consciousness training is that you know to get out of the way okay shut up little person and let's just fulfill this purpose the script, what you've been written, what you've been wanting to do, what we've designed this situation to do, instead of, you know, running around in circles and eventually coming to the same spot, but <laughs> a lot dizzier <laughs> than you should have been or could have been. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's definitely, you know, talking about alternate dimensions of comprehending this at the same time, so it gets a little confusing. But you walk through the course and all that stuff. Uh, in this intensive, or what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I'm doing it the whole time with everybody with going through this. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. You but think it, you'll have another death experience? Uh, probably no. I wouldn't say I I would, but uh, mostly because I'm not concerned with that, and in a way, I feel like I'm dying all the time. So. It's a, it's a whole different experience now. And, you know, it's not necessarily that anybody and everybody can, is going to actually achieve what this is really, truly having to offer in the first time. Um, you know, it's, it's up to them, up to you, that, you know, you, you let go a little, you know, let go a little. But it's entirely possible that you achieve the whole thing in lesson, you know, first five lessons. Uh, but, you know... Not likely, because you can also do it by sitting on a bench and talking about box of chocolates. <laughs> it's like, what do we really want to do? You know, and that's talking about these alternate dimensional selves. It's like, what does your Christ version really want to do? And the likelihood that you're still here is that your Christ version still wants to be here. Right. Yeah. It's all powerful, can get out at any time. It's not, you know, struggling like you are, you know. Mm. It's doing this for a very specific reason. And that revealing it to ourselves of that reason can spoil the fun, but, you know, it can also help. Right. Just like, does Neo need to know that he is the one? Or, regardless, he's still going to be the one. That's true. So you may not consciously find 
like all your purpose and stuff, but it will help like lift you to the next level. Yeah, in a way, yeah. This this course is about saving time, and that's mm. referring to lifetimes. <laughs> that you know, you don't have to be continuously wandering and wondering and forgetting and then trying to remember again and learning again and forgetting. <laughs> and you relearn the same lesson over and yeah. over. Yeah. And the whole karma thing. This this transcends all of that. This really comes to a a fuller a greater comprehension of that. Not not that, you know, it's karma doesn't have its place and reincarnation and everything. It all fits in. It's just, you know, you can save time on your search for happiness opposed to searching for happiness. You can already be there and still search for fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's our time again. Mm. Again and again. You're really going to fly all the way back here? Oh, man. Jeez. <laughs> and back again? Back again. Well, over and over and over again. I suppose it's worth it. Huh? <laughs> That's what they say. We'll see. <laughs> so is she pregnant again yet? Oh? No. Oh, darn. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> you sure? Okay. Well. <laughs> okay, thanks, Mark. If anybody wants to contact us any questions openandclear.com click contact and you can see both of our pictures if you want yeah I'm the funny looking one <laughs> I, I am in a doctor coat though so don't confuse us <laughs> <laughs> well I guess so are you aren't you yeah well okay talk to you all later see you Mark we'll see ya Bye.